0: 500 North Koreans throughout the winter. (laughs) This is episode five of Travel Junkies, a podcast for travel enthusiasts.
1: For the next seven weeks, we will be talking about the Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang and Korean culture. Talk about where to visit, what to eat and how to stay warm and when is the winter olympics well i'm glad you asked it's february 9th through the 25th 2018 my name is heidi and my name is carmen we've been having a lot of controversies here in the u.s as well as overseas and we're going to be talking about those so exciting not (laughs) what (laughs) north korea and south korea met a week ago and there's more talks of how they're going to come to the olympics and also here in the US controversy, I think, globally. If anybody knows, President Trump is an instigator and we are trying to finalize immigration laws all this stuff with the left and the right and all that, all that. And there's hearsay that our president said something bad about countries that are African countries, and then also in Haiti, and then that could also apply to the rest of the world of people that are wanting to immigrate into the US. And sadly, I kind of understand what he was going for. I think because he wants to just get things done. Of course, he always voices his voice on Twitter, and I don't think he does things appropriately at times. I do agree that we as Americans want the best candidates to come to the U.S., and I've seen this time and time again. New Zealand has really strict policies now to be an immigrant or to become a citizen of New Zealand, uh, we had a friend back in South Korea. She and her family moved to New Zealand because it was really easy to go and live there because they just wanted people to inhabit the area. And then now it's just very difficult. You have to like, live there five years. Of course, the U.S. process is very difficult as well if you do it legally. South Korea, I was in a language program where half my classmates were Chinese because you have to have a level five to be even a candidate and you have to pass a test so that you can become a South Korean immigrant or a South Korean uh, citizen. China- I guess it's not doing very well if Chinese people are trying to go to South Korea. And same thing, if people are leaving their countries in Central America, they're wanting to come to, you know, the best place here on earth, I think, United States. But also the the vulgarness that our president kind of labeled, apparently, and some of the partisans on his side say that, no, he did not use such word, but it's just implying that these countries are not, they're not good countries. Now it's not their culture; it's not the people. He's trying to un- let us understand that we want the best, the cream of the crop, to come to the United States. We don't want someone that take advantage of what U.S. has to offer because we want to enhance what the U.S. Is already has become. I work for a nonprofit, and sadly, some of these countries have l- received tons and tons of help and nonprofits can hurt other countries. Some nonprofit work, especially in Africa, and then predominantly in the Americas, Haiti has received a lot. And what's sad is that sometimes helping other people can hurt them. And so there is a book out there that I recommend, and you can see where my stance is on how to help people at the best ability that you can, and it will benefit them too. It's called When Helping Hurts. And there's also a book that's called Toxic Charity, which I highly recommend to see how giving something to someone, sometimes there is an earned or a partnership that can be created instead of just handing a loaf of bread to someone that maybe they would have the ability to earn it at a lower cost or be able to exchange services and have a pride and joy in receiving those benefits instead of just the handout. I wanted to just highlight real quick the difference between Haiti and Dominican Republic. It's huge. So Dominican Republic and Haiti are on the same island. Have you ever compared the two?
0: I haven't done like a comparison side by side, but I do know several people from both countries. We
1: had a classmate, I think, from Dominican Republic, big baseball guy. I just went on indexmundi.com and i found that the gdp for haiti is 19.3 billion this was back in 2016 and dominic republic was 161.9 billion i don't know what the math is it's almost 10 times as much right 19 billion versus 161 billion uh, let me get my calculator
0: do, 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 do,
1: do. and the gdp per capita is 1800 for haiti and 15900 for Dominic Republic. And this is the same people on this island. So it is sad that poverty and also huge amount of nonprofits being in one place can make the happiest, poorest people alive. So it's just sad how that has happened. There's not really like an incentive to get out of poverty, which is a huge incentive for people. If they're unhappy, they're like, I'm poor to get out of the situation. I need to increase my income. I need to do other things to help my family live a better life. And that doesn't really happen in Haiti at at most. So I like our diversity, but I also want people to appreciate being in this country. Yeah, it's a hot topic these days. I hope President Trump shows up. President Obama did not show up at the Olympics. So I hope that President Trump understands that, hey, I need to make this negotiation or I need to make this presence so it doesn't show that bad to other people.
0: Our Olympic topic today is, I know we talked about this a little bit last week with the North Korean ice skaters coming to the Olympics. But what we didn't talk about is the, oh, like about 500 North Korean officials that are coming with them. Well, it's not just officials. It's like cheerleaders and (laughs) they're all some somewhat very important.
1: So they're not just sending over Joe Smo. There's a K-pop group, too, that the North Koreans have put together all of a sudden. And they look like the, you know who I'm talking about, Heidi? Nope. Bond. Bond. Have you ever heard of them? No and it's an electric string girls quartet I, mean, I like them it's like aerobic music they do a great job but that's what the this girl group is is doing we'll provide the link but in the background you have the dictator and he's like talking and then there's like missiles firing and It looks very propaganda looking. It's just so weird for a pop group to support. It looks like it's coming out of the 90s. I know,
0: right? (laughs) It's like a mix between a 90s video and like Lawrence Welk from back in the day where they all wore matching outfits.
1: (laughs) Well, and they have in the front of the concert, they have all these older ladies in the traditional Korean outfits. And then they have all these older men like dancing and everything. It just makes me laugh because Russia invited Billy Joel over and they weren't even this excited.
0: (laughs) Well, anyways, so there's about 500 North Koreans coming
1: in a
0: little less than like, what, three weeks, Carmen, before the Olympics start. And they, South Korea and North Korea, have to figure out how they're going to get these 500 Korean officials to the Olympics, where they're going to stay. So potentially this could cost quite a bit of money and the safety alone on how to protect those officials. I think that's something we don't always think about with the Olympics is that country that's hosting the Olympics has somewhat of a duty to protect the the officials of the other countries. And so especially with all the tension between North and South Korea, they want to make sure that they're going to be safe. So
1: Yeah, but Kim Jong-un, like, even though people think he's crazy, he's actually a super clever person that wants to have power over these people. And he's taunting. He's definitely taunting the South Koreans to doing all this extra work for no reason. And I wish South Korea sometimes would just put their foot down and be like, no, but they don't want a war. I don't want a war either. So South Koreans are trying to do as much as they can so that things don't fire up well
0: like the the biggest thing with this issue is is they're they're trying to figure out how to get the north korean people here without breaking any of the sanctions that have been put in place yeah and so from my understanding like south korea is going to have to consult the un for them to be able to like temporarily i guess unsanction. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what the term would be, but or to lift the sanctions. So they'd have to temporarily lift them. Like they're even talking about trying to put them all on a cruise boat and get them to bring them over through the water so that they don't break the sanctions or fly in through the only airline in North Korea. It's going to I'd hate to be the assistant to that official because it's going to be crazy.
1: Yeah, and I think they'll be good if they use the boat because if I was in hot waters with another country. I don't think I would want them to fly into my airport. You know, like if knowing that we we talked about this on the last podcast, there was just a random guy that Kim Jong-un wanted to get rid of. And they put like this stuff over his face. And within minutes, he was dead. That scares me knowing that that's out there. And you don't know who they are. And we forget and people don't realize this. North Koreans do have their own spies. So they have undercover people. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, within those 500 people, it's not just going to be 500 delegates. It's going to be people that are undercover, things that could happen. I'm just becoming really, like, paranoid right now. But I'm just thinking, like, the worst-case scenario.
0: Well you know this is the you're go you're going the opposite of what they're trying to do it's like one of the benefits of all these north korean people coming is to help ease the feelings of the other countries coming about any kind of tension or potential bombings or anything like that because the idea is if you're going to send 500 of your country's officials to the olympics you're not going to bomb them. So in theory, it's supposed to kind of help put to ease the fact that something major could happen.
1: Yeah, but bombings doesn't have to happen. Just other things can happen like trackers and stuff. I think I've been watching way too many spy movies. I was about to say. No, but I mean, I'm just one too many good dramas <laughs> about North Korean spies. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, just think think about what Russia has been able to do with the KGB. It's been crazy. They'll, They'll come and live over here in the U.S. for years. And then all of a sudden they just start slipping things through and sending things over to Russia. And I wouldn't be surprised if other countries would do the same thing. So, I mean, bombings or people don't have to be burned to flame or anything, but moving intelligence back and forth, that's totally a possibility. Just a shout out if
0: you do want to see a spy movie, or I should say, drama. The best one out there is
1: Spy Mong Wol. I know. Heidi talked about this for months. This is the one that we watched together. It was so good. No, this is the one that you watched when we came over, right? When we went over to Korea? No. Oh, it was a different one? Was I? No,
0: it actually might have been. It had me in all kinds of emotions.
1: I just remember you almost about... punched
0: your like laptop. You're like so mad. <laughs> Yeah. It's about this spy who comes in and infiltrates the south and's ordered to kidnap this actor but ends up falling in love with him. But like if she stays in love with him, she literally loses her life. So, then like people are trying to kill her and he's trying to trying to protect her, but he really doesn't know how to do that cuz she's a spy and he's
1: an actor. Don't don't so, give it away. We want people to watch it. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you the <laughs> ending.
0: Does she die? Does she not? You're going to have to go out there and watch it.
1: Doo, 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 doo. There are several dramas that talk about the tension between the two countries because it is real. It's something that goes through everybody's minds. And South Korea, North Korea is like same thing that happened with Germany. They just drew a line and then these families were torn into. And we knew some friends that they pray every single day for their family members because they will never ever see them again. Yet, there was wasn't there some talks that they may be able to see some family members. How was how that going to work?
0: Yeah, every now and then there's like a meeting where they allow like some family members to gather and reconnect, but it's very few and far between and a lot of people have lost contact with their family like i personally know a guy whose parents his dad got stuck on the north korean side i guess when they made the the peaceful negotiation and him and his mom were stuck on the south side and so he's now grown probably like in his late 30s or 40s and he just got to meet his dad maybe like 10 years ago five or 10 years ago wow And so it's like, what do you do if you're separated that entire time? Well, his dad got remarried and had a family of his own because there was nothing he could do to get back to his wife and vice versa. So
1: it's really sad.
0: I don't know. I'm going to be interested to see where they put these 500 Koreans.
1: Yeah, definitely. Or if they they decide to bring in a thousand more.
0: (laughs) But since we kind of already talked about my love for dramas, my next favorite love, Carmen. What is it? Karaoke. Karaoke. (laughs) Karaoke is the best. I fell in love with it in Korea. The Noribong rooms, they're just amazing. But we found out a really, really cool show. Carmen, why don't you tell us about it?
1: Yeah, so I I just watched it a little bit. Heidi is better at these types of reality TV shows. Reality
0: shows. Yeah,
1: and a lot of people have seen, you know, Japanese goofy competitions. And we've also seen Wipeout and those type of American shows. But this one is singing. So it's not like The Voice or American Idol where you want to sing your best, obviously, but it's also fun. And so it's not all serious. And it's not, you just have to watch it, basically. But you compete, you have a team. Is that correct? Yeah, it's kind of like
0: each, I think there were several teams. And the idea is One team picks a person from another team to compete with, and they're competing by singing a song, and one of the team members gets to pick the song they're going to sing. So then they stand in front of each other on this stage that lights up, and they take turns singing the song. Well, there's I think there was like 15 judges or something crazy like that, and... As you win points, little dots on the floor light up. And then there's a few spots, there's a few votes that aren't shown on the floor. So like you don't know who's who's won or lost. So if you tie, yeah, it's like, okay, who's gonna win or lose? There's still about eight votes that aren't shown. So you just don't know. But the real fun part is that like they don't even know. And when you find out is when you fall through the stage floor into a huge tub of those popcorn things that they pack inside of boxes when they ship things to you
1: is it that small i thought they'd it's do it like entertaining foam. yeah they, they, yeah, they fall in a padded things
0: pit. padded pit yeah but they're they look like those little peanut things that they put in boxes
1: yeah and our most favorite one since it's going to be i mean it's snowing where i am right now <laughs> i live in the u.s and it's snowing like crazy so it's it's pretty. I think it's it's. I think it's relevant. But the the they also sing the one that wins sings Frozen or Let It Go, but in Korean. So I wanted Heidi to sing. Well, first Let off, It Go.
0: I'm not singing it. I'm not <laughs> singing it. But the woman the woman cheated a little bit. I think. Even, uh, even, okay. How did they're she too, cheat? They they are two wonderful singers like professional classical singers um one of them does a lot of broadway plays and the other one is like another famous singer and so in in production and stuff and so the lady who's good at broadway got to pick the song and she chose that memory song from the cats play i know but it's so depressing uh, it's so depressing, but it's so moving at the same time, and it it's like you just can't mess that song up. If you do, you're utterly destroyed. But it was her genre, it was her field, so it was kind of like she had a little bit of a a head start, I want to say. So I felt bad for the other woman because obviously she lost. Yeah, she fell through the stage, but she's also we come to find out that. The winner is actually the one who sang the Korean version of Frozen. She was Elsa's voice and did the voiceover in Korean.
1: I had come across another version where Let It Go is not... Uh, Jo or whatever, it's Let It Go. Like the, the chorus is Let It Go and then everything else is in Korean. So obviously this other artist did a cover. So TV show's rigged because it's the original person that actually sang that song.
0: It's not r- like technically rigged. It's just very convenient how she won. And then they were like, oh, by the way, you're the one who actually sang in the Frozen movie. So will you do that performance for us? And on the spot she does it and then the the show ends. (laughs) The
1: point, the moral (laughs) of the story, people,
0: is you need, you need to watch Korean reality TV.
1: Because. Running Man, absolutely.
0: Oh, that's a good one. And they that just came back on Drama Fever. So good. It was taken off for a little while, but they're back with a new
1: season. And the cool thing about these TV shows is that they always have, they'll replay clips, which I don't understand because it's already funny, but they're like, wait, wait, wait. Just so you know, it is funny. And then they'll replay the clip like three times. By the end, you're just like, what? What's going on? And then they'll have like things that pop out. Like they'll make exclamation marks. (gasps) And words to make it funnier, apparently. You have to check it out. I'm Uh
0: I'm currently cuddled underneath a blanket because it's cold outside.
1: All right, so we're going to talk about a word that I think everyone in the world should know. I learned it on my tour when I was in Copenhagen, Denmark. And it's called hygge, hygge. Huga, <laughs> um, huga, huga,
0: huga, huga, hooga.
1: My tour guide mentioned this term that it's like you're going up the steps and you stump your toe and you go huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you go huga. <laughs> <Gah>. Um, be- <laughs> it's like a chant, huga, huga, um, huga, huga. So huga, huga. In our show notes, we have a couple of cool videos that people are trying to explain this word. And what it is, it's a quality of coziness and comfortable. And it what makes you feel ex- uh, not excited, sorry, it makes you feel content and at ease. But there's also need to be like a level of, I', I want to say like danger, but something that is you're going away from that tension. So very simple in Denmark. There's a lot of snow, like right now, that's why I thought of this word, and there's a lot of rain, so you just feel icky when you're outside, but when you come inside, it's like this comforting, safe place, <laughs> and usually this term hygge is, um, is something that you, you should do on a daily basis, or at least some throughout your week where you would get to relax. Heidi does something like this every night. No, I'm just kidding. Don't you take long baths? <laughs> <Psh>. <laughs> Only when we finish our podcast um, on Tom. So, so sometimes articles will have like relaxation of like candles everywhere. That stresses me out because I feel like something's going to catch on fire. So for me, I won't do candles. But for you, that might be something that relaxes you in a spa type situation. Who doesn't like a good candle? I like them, but not like 500 around the house, because then you don't know which one's going to fall and tip over and then your whole house is on fire. And Well, you don't have to light them all at one time. I don't know. It just... Anyways, um, comfort foods, you know, in the US, it might be mac and cheese for you. For me, it might be like a really good pastry and just a time where you get to enjoy. It could be by yourself or it could be with friends. Normally, it's enjoyed with friends. And overall, uh, you are spending time not looking at your watch and figure out what's going to do. So there is a book that someone wrote out. It's called The Little Book of Huga Danish Secrets. And we will have a link for Amazon. That's so And cute. the writer, I got to just listen to his interview, I guess, with one of these readers. And what he was saying is, first of all, his name is Make Viking, but it's with a W. (laughs) And he was in a think tank. And I thought that was interesting that there's actually jobs like that. But yes, I know that there's jobs out there, but I've never heard someone that said, I work at a think tank. So he worked at a think tank and then he's transferred his think tank (laughs) capabilities to a happiness research. And what he's trying to find out is like what makes people happy what he's saying is that you may have good and bad days but overall he's trying to come up with i guess a formula on how to have a good life because you can't be happy all the time if you are i would love to know just kidding i like to have good stressful times because i think that's what makes me productive like we need to finish this podcast on time and that will make other people happy (laughs) So this British interviewer guy, and you guys can check the interview and the show notes, but he basically asked like, well, what has Danes accomplished? Like if they're happy all the time. And so he's like, but British people have done all these like numerous accomplishments around the world. And the guy was like, oh, well, like you think that happiness breeds complacency and lack of aspiration or ambition? Like that was his question. The British guy was like, Yeah. And so he responds saying like, well, if you have happy employees, then they may be less sick and happy. Therefore, they'll be more productive and or creative. And so I thought that was kind of like a good point. But I think also you need to have a level of healthy stress to get things done, because I could probably be totally content in my bed, but that's my opinion. And then I wouldn't get anything done. So I got to have that level of like, I have a to-do list to do. So during the winter months, I think people should relax. And I wanted everybody to know that there is such a term of just, I guess, I like to call it a pajama day.
0: Yeah, I think we need a little bit more of that in
1: our fast paced lives. I I think I'm more stressed than trying to enjoy day to day life. And but I I do think that I should have a balance. Because if not, I want to get anything done. You see me, Heidi, we've lived across from each other there's some days i didn't get anything done and you're like what were you doing all this time and i was like i have no idea i have no idea. carmen you have a unique gift and that is where
0: like you can say okay i'm gonna sit down and do this and do everything but the thing that you say
1: oh that is so true I, it stresses me out <laughs> 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 and then it's
0: like two hours later and I say, hey, are you done with that? No, I haven't started yet. Well, what have you been doing?
1: I did 10 other things instead.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's like you just did. But anyways, check out everything else. The book and some of the interviews, but huga, Hoog huga.
0: But it, it's huga, huga, huga. If you want to hear more of our crazy stories and read some of our awesome blogs, check us out at nextstopchannel.com. I thought you are going to put 500 Koreans in a bottle of rum.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, what is it on? twelve. You can be
0: more powerful with it. Dahi Joe. Jo. <laughs> I don't know the word. Dahi
1: Joe. Dahi Da Dahi. da Dahi da Dahi. Da,
0: da, da. <laughs>